from Yellow Petticoat Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, this is Momish Radio with Bunny and Jen, an authentic look at life, work, and the absurdities of motherhood. Let's, Let's do, do it! it. <laughs> excited happy new year happy new year (laughs) no really i get so excited at this time of the year new year's day is like the super bowl for me i don't know what it is i just get so psyched and pumped about i guess the opportunity to just feels like i can start over again yeah on on, on whatever whatever it is refresh refocus and do all those things that i i I didn't do last year. I read this um, quote that was that uh, said, "I already messed up, but 2018 is going to be my year." It's <laughs> <laughs> like, gosh, we're like three days into the year. Right. Already messed this up, <laughs> but do. guess what? 2018, it's on and popping. So, right. Anyway, but, so yeah, <laughs> happy New Year, folks. Happy New Year. Yeah, I like the start of the New Year too. It's like you can just start over. Or you can continue to build on what you've already done, and I love it. So how do you start the year? What do you guys usually do? Do you have any traditions or rituals or old wives' tales, any, anything that you, how do you guys kick the year off? Well, we typically, we do, so my mom's from the South. Okay. So it used to be that we, I didn't we, know that. Yep. So we used to, Every, I guess it's New Year's Day, we have black eyed peas Mm -hmm. and greens. Yep. Sort of as a symbol of good luck and prosperity. And, um, well, it's actually interesting because this year we didn't do that. And it was kind of cool because we were sort of off the beaten path for a lot of the traditions that we typically do every holiday. We didn't do this year. Any any reason why or it just happened like we that? We just decided we were going to switch it up. Like okay. we were going to see family and friends we hadn't seen or we were going to travel as opposed to stay home, you mm-hmm. know. So mm-hmm. it was sort of, I guess that's the kind of start of a new year is we did things Mix new, it up. Restart, different. refocus. Yeah. How about you? I have a few, I, I like to call them rituals, but they're really old wives' tale and old wives, old wives' tales. Say that 10 times fast. Old wives' tales. Oh, old wives' tales. Old, old wives' oh, that tales. That's hard to do. That I do every year, so, sometimes consciously, sometimes subconsciously. The first thing is I have to get everything out of my house from the new, from the old year. Okay. So I have to wash all of the laundry. And, and fold it because mm-hmm. I can't do laundry on New Year's Day. I really have no idea why. I just mm-hmm. know that is what has to happen. And my mom will call and say, you know, you can't wash clothes tomorrow. So make sure you get it all done today. So I, so I just do it. Some things I just do without even asking questions. And so the other piece of that is I have to get all of the Christmas decorations down and out of the house. Like if I have to snatch mm-hmm. that tree down and throw it out in the front yard, mm-hmm. I don't know why. It mm-hmm. just has to happen. That's so weird. Before the new year or after? No, before the new year. Okay. De- December 31st, I cannot have any of the holiday decorations in the house. I guess it's just like, you know, let's start Let's start fresh. Sure. All of that was good. The holidays were good. But on January 1st, it's it's a new day. And so it's like clean slate. So mm-hmm. we do we do that. And and with that, and Tony has l- learned over the years that he actually takes care of making sure that the decorations are down. And I really have no part of it at this point mm-hmm. uh, in taking the things down. He just does it on his own. The other thing I realized that I do or that we do that's not on purpose is we... <laughs> 
we have this really huge fight every year on New Year's Eve about nothing. It could be the smallest thing, but it just never fails. And this year we tried so hard to not let it bubble up and and happen. And there's this explosion. I just think it's just like all of the things that we have maybe have been you know, annoying us about each other during mm-hmm. the year that we haven't said anything about or, I don't know, our little pet peeves. It's just like, it just happens. And we get into this huge, cathar- it's like a catharsis where we just let it all out. I mean, there's no scratching or kicking anymore, but now, <laughs> no. and so we do that and then we kiss and we make up and then we start the new year. I'd like to not end the year with the big with the big blowout, but now I think I'm going to just embrace it for what it is yeah. and, and move on. Because at the end of the day, it's all love and we, you know, we tell each other what, what we want for each other is to feel loved and supported and, and that's it. So it's just kind of, I don't know, it's kind of crazy. And then the last thing, too, is we I did. I made some collard greens, honey, and some black Good. eyed peas and some cornbread. Nice. And so what I want to do next year is kind of piggybacking off your idea to, you know, you said you do the open house during um, during the holidays, is I want to do an open house next year and just have, like, a gang load of collard greens and black eyed peas and just have people stop by and get a little bowl and yeah. get themselves some good luck and some, some moolah for the year. Yeah. So... Yeah, kind of oh, crazy. Nice. See, all that stuff is New Year's Day is like a real holiday at my house. It's it all, is. All of the, I'd be interested to hear like what what other folks are doing. Me too. The... Send us some information about what you do special for New Year's traditions. Like maybe that could be something new for our year in 2018. Yeah, we switch it up. I'm and always add looking some for different traditions for ideas to funk it up. So yeah, on Facebook, on Mamish Radio, or Instagram, or you yeah. can send us a tweet too at Mamish Radio. That's right. You're listening to Mamish, redefining life, work, and the absurdities of motherhood. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> What's high on your list? What are you saying? What? So we talked we talked a little bit about kind of our traditions uh, for the new year. But what about goal setting? Everybody wants to get their goals set, get get fit, get right for the new year. Yeah. Do you have any goals or uh, things you'd like to accomplish this year? I do. <laughs> Girl, I have yes. So many things I want to do. Okay. But you know what? We actually posted a great article about how to outline what those goals are and also to make them look a little bit different. So like I'm a very visual person Mm -hmm. and I want to, I often write a list, right, of like all my goals, but sometimes it becomes overwhelming because I'm like, well, this is a long list. Mm -hmm. So actually there is an article on our Facebook page about using these sort of buckets, right? So you can put it in buckets of like skill building or business or health or friends and family. And from that, you create like these little boxes and you put little lines off of the boxes to indicate what it is you want to do in that particular category, right? Okay. So like... Mind just, mapping. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Mind yep. mapping. Okay. So like, for example, I want to do a lot around travel, right? Mm. So I have the travel box and then off of travel, I would like to get my pre-check registration or my, I'm sorry, my um, TSA, well, it is TSA Mm pre-check. It's amazing. (sighs) 
Okay. So I need you to, no, I that's need you, one of my goals, no, which I did. Can you tell that? No. Can you say why you got your pre-check? Yes. Okay. I wanted you to tell that story because that was really funny. It's not funny. But it was, but it, it, it provoked me to get TSA pre-check. So we're coming back from New Mexico for the holidays. And my husband and children have TSA pre-check, but mommy doesn't. <laughs> and so I had to go through the line, um, the security line where everybody else who doesn't have TSA pre-check goes. And it was a very long line. And when I finally got through um, security, I took off my coat, my jewelry, you know, put my bags on the conveyor belt and walked through the little metal detector. And I also, just so you know, I'm painting the picture. I had on this black dress, right? That was kind of form-fitting. So like, it's very clear. I'm not, I don't have any pockets. Like I don't have anything on me. Okay. So I walked through the metal detector, and the metal detector indicated that I had something on my buttocks. So two, you said there were like two, two little things on two, my butt. on your bum cheeks. And my first thought was, I knew her butt was fake. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! No, but seriously, Jen has a really nice butt. <laughs> well, apparently, in order to make sure that I was secure, the woman said, "Well." It, we'll have to have you step to the side, and we'll have to check your buttocks. I've always wanted to check your buttocks as well. <laughs> really? Well, she busted too because <laughs> I basically no, had I to stand that, like, maybe there. That's why they did that. She really just wanted to like. I check mean, it out. I kind of feel like I. I mean, I kind of feel like that. Okay, well, like the buttocks, really? And you were at her mercy, so you had to. You had to oblige. Book it over. You had to oblige, you had to oblige her. But so, no, you said that you felt very violated. I did feel violated. So I actually, I did write a letter because I felt like, first of all, it, that just seemed, I've never heard of that before, ever. I just have never heard of that. So I wrote a letter and it provoked me to add to my goals for 2017 to get TSA pre-check. I love that. So because you really are lining things up to live the life that you want. That's and right. So that's like, just, I will not have that I happen think to I, me again. I think that really happened to you for that very reason. I think so. I think so. So, so if you'd stuff. like to get TSA pre-check, guess what? It just ensures that you're not in this lengthy line while you're going, while you're traveling. Good deal. Yeah. So at any rate, that is how I've been. I've decided to line out my goals this year, and I'm a little excited. How about you? I, I have a. I'm going to do that mind map. It is awesome. And so I haven't. I, I wrote 2017 and I circled it, and I have. I have my list. I'm calling it my less list, but I'm going to. I'm going to blast it out into my mind map. I'm calling this my less list. Okay. Because one of my one of my main goals is just to position myself to have. To make to have better habits, mm-hmm. and so I am saying I'm going to do less of certain things. And Got so, it. like for this year, I want to have less to eat less sugar. Okay. And, I, and I'm I, honestly between Christmas, no Thanksgiving and Christmas, I am quite certain I had either a cookie, a piece of pie, a slice of cake every single day. Oh yeah. Now the Lord loves like me. for breakfast, <laughs> for breakfast, and lunch. for lunch. Two desserts. I mean, it was just awful. Oh, yeah. And so I, I'm moving in a trying to detox myself from that. 
thankfully the Lord loves me. I only gained two pounds. It could have, I know it could have been so much worse than that. And so I take that as a sign. That's great. I can recover from that. I know. (laughs) I made that. I made that sweet potato pie. Sweet potato pie too. Oh, it's a sweet potato pie. I know. Yeah. I'll make you one. Yeah. I got that. I have the recipe down now. So less sugar. Okay, and so what am I going to replace that with? I still need my sweets, so I'll eat some fruit instead. Mm-hmm. And so less TV. I, I realize I am a I'm a binge watcher, mm-hmm. and it is. And people get so excited, like they have all these episodes, and they can just sit down and binge watch. But for me, it's kind of more of an addiction, and like in the in the very worst way. And mm-hmm. so like I will get on this show that I'm watching and I will have to watch. I'm up in three o'clock in the morning trying to finish this series. Like my life really depends on it. Like I needed to get to the end of Gilmore Girls. Like nobody's business. And, and did so, you do it? No, I did. No, I, I, I did. Yeah, yeah of course so I did. So you must enter your goals with passion. I know. <laughs> there you go. Boom. Done. I did that. <laughs> I handled that Gilmore Girls. Right. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so yes, I'm less, t- less TV and more books of course mm-hmm. when, when I that is what I so want to do yeah like a more books more more reading yes more and and for me too it's like um reading in, will include listening to listening to books is good too or listening mm-hmm. to podcasts of course like momish radio and I decided I'm starting a book club yeah, I am. That's, that's, that's on my list. Can yeah. I join a book club? Yeah. Well, you probably see me enough already. I am super excited. So, like, I thought about, there's so many books. Mm-hmm. But did you see that list that came out? It was, like, the end of 2016 mm-hmm. best books of the year yes. list. Yes, yes. That might be on our Facebook page, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Like, I'm I'm all in with the books. So how do you how do you form a book club? How do you do you say these are people? I had a book club that I started way back in the day when when Andy was a baby because I had stopped working um, and but I still wanted to be able to see my friends from work mm-hmm. and just friends that I didn't get to see very often. I would force them to read these books and, and meet up with me so that I got a chance to 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 catch up with them. And so how do you form a book club? Like what's your what's your plan? Well, my plan is I invite people who like to read right so who are interested in reading who are passionate about reading or people that have go- ha- who maybe haven't read a lot in the past but have a goal of reading more perhaps get to join? Okay. yeah of course i mean and it's not limiting but that's where i start like that's my base like they already have a strong passion for reading and then you think about the kind of conversation that you can have right so are these people you know, very open with their opinions and ideas. And because I think of it also as after I read a book, I just I want to talk about it. Like Mm -hmm. I want to share the idea or maybe I want to hear someone else's perspective. And so I thought about people who could do that or would be interested in doing something like that. And then I always encourage people to invite a friend. So if you invite a friend, then that sort of expands the diversity of the actual group and also expands the kinds of books that you would read. I love so that. like so, maybe you'd pick the same book that I might pick, but your friend might pick a different book. Okay, you know? so each person gets to pick the book the next time. Yes. Okay. Yep. So the the selection rotates. So like, you know, maybe I'd kick it off, but then we would determine like, okay, let's rotate it. And it might be that you rotate houses where it's hosted and also rotate the person who selects the book. 
Good deal. Yeah. I'm so well, excited. Well, that's exciting. And I'm going to stalk, stalk your book club, whether you invite me or not. Like, hey, Bunny, what's, Bunny yes. do, what's Bunny doing here? Yes. Hey, y'all. Because I just, oh my gosh. Okay, so you were talking about some other goals. What else do you got on your list? Uh, uh, so the other thing I want to, I guess, continue to do is uh, last year I started these these lists of gratitude, these gratitude lists. Mm-hmm. I had everyone saying, oh, you have, to get, you have to write down the things that you're grateful for every day. And so I did, I started doing that. And I just really think that there is something to... Um, acknowledging the things that you are grateful for. And for me Absolutely. personally, I've I've just seen how it sets your mood and sets your tone and even, I don't know, just kind of expands into more of that. So for example, I, I've said a few, a few times jokingly, I'm so grateful for this chocolate skin that I have. May it never dull or crack. And so <laughs> I am grateful for that. And so I promise you, ever since I started set, ever since I started saying that, my skin is just glowing. And so, glowing. I mean, that may oh have something gosh. to do with... Okay, I'm going to say it right now. I appreciate my beautiful chocolate skin. May it not dull or crack. Oh my God, I feel it happening. <laughs> It looks good. Is that how you do? You really think that's what it is? I really do. Now, granted, I don't. I don't know if it also prompts you. Clarisonic too. I do use a Clarisonic. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing. I think saying that out loud and or thinking about it or writing it down just kind of prompts you to do more things to encourage more of the same. That's true. And so I've been using my Clarisonic brush. I've been using my Beauty Counter uh, charcoal bar, and I've been slathering coconut oil all over my face every single day and so you've been using coconut oil i've been oil. using coconut oil and i'm i'm telling you when i put the coconut oil i do i have this little laugh lines oh. that are starting to to form and i'm i love those i'm not gonna say i love those um but when i put you appreciate i appreciate them, them. i am grateful for the <laughs> for the the love for the years that i have been blessed with and the things that come along with that I, I i am grateful for that but when i slather that coconut oil on my face seriously those lines disappear just i don't know if it's just the moisture or the oh my gosh i got coconut oil downstairs downstairs right now <laughs> Right. Okay. So gratefulness, gratefulness, and coconut and oil. coconut oil. And so, a- how about these fine lines under yes, my eyes? Yes, that too. It'll make them. Because what happens is, I'm noticing it. is it's just kind of dry under there. And so, when you moisturize excessively there, it just it just all blends together, and it just looks plumper and less dry and cracked. I am so excited. Do it, girl. And so the last thing I'm really struggling is trying to, you know, we we make these to-do lists and I have one that's a mile long and then we look at it and we like prioritize our schedule. But to really make time to kind of switch that around and schedule my priorities. And that means for me, what are the things that make me happy? What are the things that are important to me? And put a time of the day on on those things and make sure that those happen for me because I we reprioritize things for the kids and things for the husband and things for the house and things for the dog and at the end of, and the things that are important to us kind of get sh- no but I, I want oh. one oh. I want a dog but the, the things that are important to us at least for me kind of get shoved to the bottom if they're of other making things that are important to other people more more important than the things that are important to me so to make time to schedule my priorities mm-hmm is a big goal of mine this year. I have to add to that. What's that? Because one of mine, which you helped me tremendously last year, is procrastination. Oh. And so one of my goals is 
not to procrastinate, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I, I couldn't create, like, this was more undermined, like, um, in the little boxes that I created. Mm-hmm. But to eliminate the procrastination right. and just do it. But one of the strategies that you shared with me when you said, hey, if it can take you less than yes. a minute to do it, yep. just do, do it. it. Yep. But I also read these notion of micro-segmenting your work, right? Mm-hmm. Which means that you take 15 minutes, right? You have a 15-minute list. If you can do these things in 15 minutes and they are able to be accomplished perhaps while you're waiting in the dental office or you're waiting in carpool or, you know, wherever it is. So this isn't one thing that you can do in 15 minutes. This is... It might be multiple things or it could be one thing. I mean, one call might take 15 minutes, but the idea is, hey, what can I do in 15 minutes And in this window of time when I'm simply waiting to do something, let me utilize that time to get this accomplished, right? I tried the micro-segmenting. It worked well? It works fabulous. Awesome. So it's just a list of, you know, things that I can accomplish in 15 minutes. And while I'm waiting in carpool, bam, done. I love that. I I have something a little similar to that that I'm calling my power hour. Mm-hmm. And it's all of the things that I can get done in an in an hour. Yeah, fifteen minutes though. Yeah. But so, but oh, this yeah. is There's... like this is all the list. So I have all this long to you know the mile long to do list. And so at least once a week I pick an hour where I said this is my power hour and I'm going to blast through as many things as possible that I can get off this list in the next hour. Mm-hmm. And I just and I block that time off um, for that. So there you go. Try that stuff. And if you have some ideas, we'd like to hear those too. Yeah, send them our way. And we'll be sure to post them and share them because it's all about life hacking. You're listening to Momish Radio. Hey, send us a note and we may feature it on an upcoming episode. Share your thoughts, questions, or absurdities. You can contact us at momishradio.com. Okay, so what about tips? Like, what are some tips and tricks? That people can do to help make this new year more efficient. And I got to tell you one. I thought this was brilliant because I was going to start the new year off with a clean inbox, in-mail inbox. I love it. And so... Let me just say, too. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember I was saying, or I was reading, that there, there, there are two types of people. There are the people that have zero emails in their inbox at all times and then there are the people that have 538 emails in their inbox and so yes. there's no in between it's right. just zero or 538 and I'll I will admit I'm of the 538 persuasion I yes. just I, I don't know I just, well I'm with you and mine's right at about a thousand right now <laughs> so like, this is why you this only tip have 500 emails in your inbox this is why this tip was particularly helpful Because what she suggested is that you take the emails that you have for 2016 and basically create an archive box and put those emails in the 2016 archive box. So they're archived, they're there, they're available. Now, that's not to suggest that you don't want to still go back and clean them out, but if you feel like you need to hold on to some of them, I'm not you have that as an option. I'm not cleaning out a thing. See, there you go. Be done with it. That's how I felt about it. I just want to be done with it. Because obviously, if I haven't looked at it since... That's so very true. January of 2016. I'm then. so... I am so glad you said that. Because that's really the missing 
piece from the plan I was making for these emails is what to do with all the old ones. Yes. And so because I can't go through all those emails, it will take forever. And so I did actually last night I went and I was trying to just kind of scan through, select all and delete all but the few that I knew I wanted to read later. And so I actually got this idea from from Tony, from my husband, who is of the zero emails in inbox at all times persuasion wow and so i mean but that's just his personality he's very type he needs a to screenshot very, that very organized so there's it. no and he looks at my phone and it gives him hives right see. i'm sure why do you have that many emails why do you have that many text messages but that's another story for another day um, but what he was saying because i saw he was looking at his phone and he just pressed the button and i'm like what are you doing over there he's like i'm just clear just clearing out my inbox and so I think oh what's how do you do that what's your plan and so what he suggested and what I have started to do is as the new as the new emails come in I will read them if I want to um, read them as they come in read them if they have an action to them then I keep them in my inbox Mm -hmm. if they do not have an action to them then I delete them Mm -hmm. and if I want to save them for a later date then I archive them oh cool and so then they're in his inbox he really only has about 20 emails and some of those are like okay I did this trial subscription to Spotify and it ends in 30 days Mm. and so I want to make sure that if I don't like it then I go in and I don't get charged that extra month if I don't plan on using it or some question that someone asked me that I needed to do some research on and I want to get back to them then that gets that is read so it's not an unread email but it's still in the box got it and so then on a daily basis he's only searching through the 10 or 15 emails that he may still have in his inbox that require some some action to them but this other thing that I found Mm -hmm. called unroll me Mm -hmm. and you go to unrollme.com and it's this application that basically searches through your email um, and collects all of the subscriptions that you have. So all of the J Crew and the Anthropology and the Kings One Kings Lane and the, all these things that have that you have purchased things from or you have arbitrarily been assigned your email has been collected as part of their email mailing list. But you may not want to see these things anymore. You can collectively say unsubscribe me from this, unsubscribe me for this from this in an alphabetical order. It lets you unsubscribe from hundreds of thousands of emails all at the same time, and then at at the same time, it says, okay, I want these things to continue to go to my inbox, and I want these things to be rolled up into one email. Mm. And then you can archive it or you can delete it and get it out of your nice. um, inbox. I know. So awesome. Unroll Me will pull all of that stuff into there, and then you can decide whether or not you want to keep it or trash it or oh, keep cool. it in your inbox. Cool. Amazing. That is amazing. No, seriously. I love that. You guys are so welcome for that, for that because you really needed that in your life. Yes. Unroll That's Real. Unroll me. I feel like unrolled already. <laughs> I'm so excited. All right. So what other tips do you got? So two we were talking about is how, how do you how do you check in? How do you make sure that you're staying in line or on target for reaching your goals? Do you just go the whole year and just like, okay, December 31st, uh, here we are again. What did I check off my list? Or are you intermittently checking in? you know, on a bi-monthly basis to see some ways to educate that you can even just ensure that you're staying on track. I, June's my check-in, but Mm -hmm. like, I also, I also like, what do I want to call this? Just like a buddy, like somebody who I talk to, like I talk to my best friend about like, hey, these are some of the things that I want to do, but it's sort of a reminder, somebody sort of holding you accountable for, 
okay, well, remember you said you weren't going to eat sugar or, you know, whatever oh, okay. the goal is. But so just she calls sort of you like out. A reminder. She yeah. will say. She'll remind you. Like a call-outer. A call-outer. A call-outer. A call-outer. We That's what you call need. Just somebody yes. to help you stay accountable, you know. And also, now I love the mind mapping because you can visually see it. So I feel like it's something you put on your vision board. You're looking at it every single day. And every time you see a reminder, that's a helpful way to make sure that you're staying on track. Well, that's a good question. Overall, my check-in is kind of fall, just because that's kind of a new year to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I start again in the fall. I think we talked about that. Like, fall, when we get ready to start school again, it's kind of a a refresh check-in. Let's start again, um, at least from where we left off, or is there anything new that we'd like to accomplish this year? Mm -hmm. Um, But overall, what I have been trying to do, at least as it relates to building better habits, is to try to kind of latch on to the things that are good that I'm already doing. And so add those goals to that. For example, um, I have a ha- I have a habit of getting up and writing this list that I am grateful for every day, but then I also want to write more. Mm -hmm. And so since I'm already getting up early to do that, then I'm attaching my my goal of writing more this year to that time of day where I'm already up and alert and and my creative juices are flowing. Or um, my goal of working out more this year is I'm attaching it to, okay, I get up in the morning and I take the kids to school. And so now... I get when I get up, I put on my workout clothes so that I'm already dressed for that for that activity during the day. Mm -hmm. And after I get the kids out of the car, then immediately go and work out. So it's kind of just latching on to things that are either already that I'm doing well or already have to happen anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, That's That's good. That's all I got on that. There you go. I mean, I mean, there's just so many different ways that you can do it, you know, so I think that's great. Mamish Radio is recorded in Yellow Petticoat Studios in Atlanta. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Mamish Radio. Don't forget, new downloads are available every Thursday on SoundCloud and iTunes. Or you can hear the latest episode on our website at mamishradio.com. Woo-hoo.